Let me get a 10-piece hot, extra crispy, extra wet. Let me get a blue cheese. Matter of fact, two. I'm on celery and fries and a peach drink. And make sure my fries is hot because they was cold last time. You are now listening to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast with the Young Aunties. Welcome to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast, hosted by us, your young aunties. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that, all right? So, we're down here in the South in the A, and it's rude to walk in any room down here and don't introduce yourself. So, first thing we're going to do do is let you know who's on the mic. Kay, kick us off. What's going on, y'all? It's Auntie Kirby, a.k.a. Where is Kirby in, a.k.a. the Westside Wood Nymph, checking in from the Swats as usual. Ooh, who is that to your left? It is the infamous Coco and Curvy. You already know I'm Florida May, Georgia Pay, up in this thing. And we're going to have us a good time today, okay, ladies? That's oh, right. She got her sexy voice on today. It, oh, girl, ooh, don't, oh, don't who me. Trying to catch? <laughs> got her quiet storm with Joyce Latell. Okay. okay. All right. And y'all already know I'm your favorite homegirl, Nick, from the old school Lithonia, where we put it on you. All right. And we're glad to have y'all all in the room today. Miss Jazzy is out today. We miss her. She'll be back um, on the next go round. She has some family stuff to do today, but we're going to keep it moving. All right. Well, mm-hmm. y'all know the first thing we do when we get in here and it's extra crispy, extra wet. And we got to find out. What everybody is eating? What is our wing order of the day, Miss Kirby? What are you having today? You know, I'm gonna kick it real, real simple today. One of my uh old time faves, a good extra crispy, extra wet ranch wing. I'm gonna do a six piece because I've been doing too much this week. I've been eating Philly cheesesteaks like, like my <laughs> gut is not going to disrespect me and remind me of my poor choices. So I'm gonna do a six piece extra crispy, uh, extra wet ranch, um, and a glass of Cabernet, and of course some blue cheese and a whole bunch of carrots and celery. Not bunch. Yes, a bunch. Well, all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. You gonna do the ranch and the blue cheese like you usually do with the ranch wings? Um, only if it's the ranch from Wingstop. Got you. Got you. Okay. And Miss Coco and Curvy, what is on your plate, my darling? So y'all know I'm still trying to be healthy. You know, it's it's a journey for me. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm still gonna have my good old fashioned salad. I know y'all been to American Deli. Have y'all ever had one of their salads? Mm-hmm. That thing is packed and loaded and good as fuck, and that's what's on my plate today. And then, of course, I got my good old fashioned water with me. That's it for me. Well, it's funny you mentioned that salad from American Deli because that is exactly what I want. That chef salad, mm. no peppers of any kind on my salad. No, thank you. But everything else is on there uh, with some good ranch. Mm-hmm. But I want me some um, shrimp on the side. Oh, Ooh. hello. Yeah. Okay, switch it up a little bit. Boo boo. Little shrimp, little cocktail sauce. Oh, you cocktail you know. out here? Okay. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little cocktail. That's what I'm feeling today. Mm-mm-mm. You know. So yeah, I'm gonna have that with a nice little ice cold water with the good crushed ice that the, all the hoes like to chew on. You know what I'm saying? So, girl, that ice is good. I'm sorry. That ice is a whole snack. What you it mean? is. 
Um, yeah, so okay, look like we got our plates good today, and y'all know Jazzy, we're gonna hold it down for you, girl. You ain't here, Auntie of the Day is her thing, but Kirby gonna hold you down. Kirby, who is our Auntie of the Day? So we're calling it Auntie of the Day, but this is one of our young, 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 young aunties, 14 mm-hmm. year old, our, our niece of the day, our niece of the day, yes. Our, um, the wonderful Miss Zyla Avant-Garde wins the 2021 Scripps National Spelling Bee, becoming the Bee's first African-American champion. Not the first African-American girl, but the first African-American, period. Um, she's a 14-year-old young lady from the New Orleans area, and she won the Spelling Bee on Thursday night of last week. Like I said, becoming the first African-American champion in its 96-year history. We still out here making history, black people. That's a that's a great thing, but it's also a problem. Uh, the winning word was Mariah, spelled M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. Uh, she spelled it correctly to win the competition after conquering words such as routine, um, and cistroid and depreter over multiple rounds. Uh, words that I have no idea what they mean or where they come from, but I'm good <laughs> at phonetics and etymology, so I'm able to pronounce them. Um, upon her win, uh, she's also uh, avant-garde, who is also a talented basketball player, mm-hmm. with three Guinness World Records mm-hmm. in dribbling, jumped up and down and let out an exciting shout as confetti rained confetti rain down on the stage. Uh, she said on Friday that, quote, it felt really good to be a winner after she had been practicing for two years. Let me tell y'all something. When I used to do spelling bees when I was in elementary school, we only had about two or three days to get them words down. And we typically had about 15 words. And this young lady was practicing for two years to become the champion of scripts. Um, She tied for 307th place in the 2019 competition, uh, credited the win to her tutors and quote, a bit of luck. She told ABC's Good Morning America that she hopes her historic win will inspire other young black people in the United States to excel at spelling which based off of how y'all communicate via text, that is something that you need to work on. I was just about to say that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Accurate. Um, quote, I'm hoping that in a few years, I'll see a whole lot more African-American females and males too doing well in the script Spelling Bee, uh, who she's also the first winner from the state of Louisiana. Um, quote, you don't really see too many African-Americans doing too well in Spelling Bees, and that's a bit sad because it's a really good thing and kind of a gate opener to be interested in education. Former President Barack Obama in a tweet Friday morning congratulated Avant-Garde, quote, three Guinness World Records and now the National Spelling Bee champ. Congrats, Zyla. Your hard work is paying off. We're all proud of you. And that is absolutely accurate. We are very, very proud of you. And we appreciate you representing for the black community. And I'm especially excited for her being from Louisiana, which is still one of the most racist states in the union. Um, Take that. Um, so we congratulate you we appreciate you, we applaud you and we look forward to seeing what great things you're going to do and if y'all haven't seen the videos of her hooping, please google her YouTube her, uh, Vivo her uh, Vine her uh, Snapchat her, whatever she is a beast out here in these streets and per usual black women turning leaves over left and right so that is our niece aka auntie of the day Yes, niece, we proud, baby girl. Good job, honey. And she is just getting started. Exactly. exactly. Young girl. Real quick, I just want to tell y'all the script spelling be winner gets fifty thousand dollars cash prize, a commemorative medal. The script Zyla, can I borrow ten dollars? Right. Oh, on top of that, she gets another <laughs> twenty five hundred cash prize in reference library from Merriam Webster, four hundred dollars in reference materials from Encyclopedia. Yes. Um, look, that that's a really nice prize. Come like on, said, I remember our spelling bees and like the hardest words were like pronunciation and stuff like that. So this is just an amazing feat. And like you said, um, some of y'all need to take heed 
to um her practicing for two years because if she can learn to spell all these words and when the spelling be, y'all can learn the difference between there, there, and there, and where, were, where, and where. Okay, because I'm tired of seeing it in my text messages okay? and on Facebook and on Instagram and the difference everywhere. between women and women and in emails, <laughs> my professionals. Oh okay. Jesus. Okay, Grammarly is free, y'all. It is absolutely free, but look. And if you go to school, it's, it you get the premium for free. Oh, really? I yes, know. girl. I yes, yes. So I can share the love. Yeah, we yes. got to do better with the spelling, cause it and it be y'all with all the doctorates and all the multiple masters that can't spell. <laughs> who, who was doing y'all work? They private tutors. Jesus. Uh uh-uh, uh, you know people pay people to do their homework now. Exactly. It's disheartening because I don't believe in the American education system. And when I do get a PhD, trust and believe, private One of the worst, but I used to work um, at a detention center um, some years ago. And um, I was a supervisor there. And so I had to like collect all the paperwork at the end of the shift. And the worst ones writing statements were the teachers. Oh my gosh. And I remember the English teacher, the language arts teacher, used to have some of the worst statements ever. I used to be like, how are you the teachers? Y'all can't spell. Your your subject verb agreement is just all off. Wrong tense. Wrong wrong tense. Mm. uh, Punctuation is all off. Like, who raised y'all? I'm uh, I Can like, I ask y'all a question? Did y'all have to me. dissect sentences in language arts in elementary school? Yeah. Yes. So you had to do the little bars and stuff mm-hmm. the sentence and yes. identify what type of words it was and mm-hmm. what type of sentence. Did everybody else skip that class? I, thought no, we were I mean, I think people just write how they talk. And you know, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I, I talk real how I want to talk. I ain't even gonna hold you. But I do know how to write. When I'm writing my papers for school, I wouldn't dare write the paper how I would talk. You know what I'm saying? I, I just no. wouldn't do that because I know, you know, I know how to turn it on and turn it off. You know, sometimes they just don't know that, you know. And before the people jump in the comments talking about, uh-uh, African-American vernacular, bonics is a dialect. Yes, yes, it is. But we're talking about base level communication across multiple different types of people and professional mm-hmm. communication in this conversation. So please hold your applause for the different dialects of English. We know that it's lots of different ways to speak English, but we're talking about the standard way to speak English. Okay? Yeah, fuck y'all. I ain't trying to use a translator to read your text message. <laughs> I'm going to need you to use the King's English and, and let me know. Yes, because guess what? Yeah. When I meet a guy and he texts me some some crazy ass shit and I don't know what he's saying, oh baby, you gotta be blocked because I can't yeah. even. W Y D I D K, my BFF Jill, no, can't do it. But we got that um, all in common. I know some people gonna have something to say about it, but like I said, fuck y'all, I don't really give a fuck. Um, moving on, it is time for the meat and potatoes of the show to see what's on the menu. Yum, yum. Today, we got a couple of fun topics to discuss. We hope y'all join us in our comments on Instagram and let us know what y'all think about these. Up first, we cannot not talk about this. <laughs> um, the other day, we all saw the short videos. I hope some of y'all saw 
the long video because the long video was about 15 minutes long and it had so much more content than the shorts that I kept seeing. But if the name Abigail Elphick doesn't ring a bell, then you would maybe know her as the Karen from the recent Victoria's Secret meltdown video. Mm -hmm. Okay? If y'all saw Karen in that Victoria's Secret all on the floor kicking and screaming, um, chasing that woman around the store, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. All right, Abigail Elphick um, from New Jersey. They were in the Short Heroes Mall, you guys. And um, a woman was there shopping there to get her um, her free panties. You know how to send you the little, um, the little coupon to get your free panties? I don't play with Victoria's Secret. Their panties itch. Well, I don't, I don't deal with Victoria's Secret. They don't make stuff for the fat girls, so fuck them too. But, you know... That's that's why all your damn stores is closing because Rihanna out here selling panties to the big girls and now y'all going out of business. Life comes at you fast. Don't it, Victoria's Secret? Should have let fat girls wear panties. Anyway. um, (laughs) We need some underwear too. Well, I like drawers too. But that's okay. We'll give our money to Rihanna. Oh, shit. We sure will. Um... But there was a black woman there. I don't want to mispronounce her name, but I think her last name is pronounced Yukenta. But we don't need to um, worry about that because she is not the, the spectacle here. She was a victim. Okay? She was there with her free panties um, coupon fishing through the bin when here comes old Victoria's Secret Karen coming over there standing right next to her. She politely asked Karen if she could move six feet away. And Karen proceeds to have a massive breakdown, screaming and hollering and demanding that they call security. Well, Miss Yukenta, with the good sense that she has, thought maybe I should turn on the camera to get these, these events on film because I think this is going left. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as she turns on the camera, you see the video start. And Miss um, Elphick, a.k.a. Karen, comes at her and takes a swing. Um, what? Unclear as if, if she hit her or not. We do know that she ran up on her and made some kind of contact and tried to hit her. And you hear Miss Yukenta just going off saying, oh my God, no, you didn't. It was at that moment that you see Miss Elphick realize mm-hmm. that she's on camera. Mm-hmm. And she proceeds to have a massive fake ass breakdown. She's crying, screaming, telling everybody that this woman is threatening her, saying, please tell her to stop filming, get her phone. She chases Miss Yukenta around the store several times, um, calls the police, proceeds to have a a screaming fit on the phone with the police, saying that um, Miss Yukenta is threatening her, asking her to stop filming. Some other, another patron tried to step in and try to tell her to stop to which Miss Yukenta told her, she's chasing me. She can leave. I'm not holding her here. Nobody's holding her here. And I'm not doing anything to her. And that I'm filming because if I don't film this, she's calling the police. They're going to believe her and not me. Um, this this ordeal went on about 15 minutes, you guys. And like uh. security was nowhere to be found. Again, this was at the Short Hills Mall, which is considered a high-end mall. This is the mall in New Jersey that has like the Hermes store, the Chanel, things like that. So you would think that security would be pretty on point there and get there quickly. But this this went on 
um, you couldn't help but think, of course, if they had said this was a black woman in there, um, would things have gone a little bit quicker? Um, mm-hmm. But the police came, security came. Um, the only thing they really could offer Miss Ukenta was, we can escort you to your car, to which she said, why would I need to be escorted to my car? She needs to be escorted out of the mall. Um I don't know, y'all. This was a really crazy ordeal. I know you guys saw some of the videos. Um, curious to get your take on things. How did this affect you? What do you think? Coco? You said her name was uh, Miss Ukenta, the one that was recording? Yes. Just shout out to her for having the restraint because <laughs> I don't play <laughs> that type of games. Them is just games that I don't play. As soon as, I, as, soon as she would have came towards me, Mm-hmm. And hit me or act like she was about to hit me. Camera would have been out of my hand. Whack them all. Cause I don't, I don't play them type of games. But like, I don't care who you are. Don't come in my personal space with that bullshit. I don't. I, I just don't. But anywho, shout out to her because she. I'm, it would if that was me. It would have went left when she was yelling at me at by the panties. Cause bitch, you better get the fuck away from me. You know, but anywho. I mean, what do we expect? Like, I mean, at this point, I'm sorry. I know this may come off very offensive, but I don't care. Like, white people, they just don't surprise me anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. think nothing they do is surprising. Mm -mm. Because even if COVID wasn't here, you know, I don't know why she asked her to stay, you know, can you give me six feet? But, you know, you would think because of COVID, you know, six feet, social distance, all of that. Why are you in my personal space? Like, no, I don't yeah. like, I can't stand when I'm in the store and somebody is on the back of my damn neck. What are you, like, come on, Slim. You, like, why? But, you know, she did what, what white people do. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what else to say. You know, when they realized that they did something they, don't, they had no business doing, you know, they cry. And, and then, they, you know, they fabricate the story, put 20 on 10. You know, just typical white people shit. And I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it, but hashtag Emmett Till. Yep, and then Victoria. I'm 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 not understand why the employees at Victoria's Secret didn't make uh Abigail or Karen Junior get the fuck out the store. Not Karen, yeah, Jr. <laughs> because if if the shoe was on the other foot, oh, they would have definitely made the black woman get out of the store. She could, wouldn't even stay in there that long. They would have been called security a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So, but of course, I mean, she got what she wanted. At the end of the day, even though she was the aggressor, they treated her like she was the victim, and that's what she wanted. Period. I also want to point out, um, real quick, Kirby, before I get your take, because I really want to hear it. Um, Miss Elphick was allegedly employed at Cedar Grove Middle School mm. um, up that way. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys. Um, that is still up in the air because that school has come out and said, we don't know that lady. What? We don't know why she's saying she working. She ain't never worked here. Um, mm. It's also stuff about her saying that she, her daughter was a cop. People are saying that's not true either. I don't know. Miss Abigail Elfitt might have issues, but either way, issues or not, you you run up with a stick, I'm going to let it hit. Okay, you come swinging at me, you better be prepared for a fight. Okay, and like you said, I, I commend that woman for having so much restraint. Uh, Kirby, what is your take on all of this? Abby Hale, Abby oh, Hale, oh. Abby Hale. Um, yeah, Abby Hale. Bring your hands to the front of the congregation. 
um, aka Karen Jr. Right I'm now, I'm gonna need all the MDs, psychiatrists, and psychologists to add the following to the DSM manual for uh, diagnoses: KDS, Karen Derangement Syndrome. Mm, come on now, these goofy bitches. I'm sick. <laughs> Okay, pull up with the stick, let it hit for real. I agree, Auntie Nick. Like, the level of restraint. As a person who's had an opportunity to work at one of the biggest electronic stores in this country and deal with some of these KJs with KDS, uh, Karen Derangement <laughs> Syndrome, the entitlement levels are through the roof. It's hotter than Atlanta in your spirit, and you need to be pruned, and you need to be taken to a priest immediately to have your spirit um to have your spirit cleansed. It's not a game. You keep coming out in public thinking that this is 1821. My dear, it is 2021. Mm. Please do not get backhanded, slapped, drugged behind something, pepper spray, shot, or anything of that nature, trying to create situations where there is no situation. You got asked to move out of somebody's personal space, and you took offense to it and decided, I'm going for the theatrics today. I want an Oscar. And you got your feelings hurt. And while they still was disrespectful to that young black woman who showed all that restraint, now your information is all over Al Gore's internet. So we can find you. We can see you. Somebody finna be sitting at your ho- outside your house with the woo-wop. And, you know, I just, I need y'all to understand something. We are not our grandparents, okay? We are two generations removed from that yes sir, no sir, BS. If you keep on playing with us outside like this, we're going to show you what outside feel like. Y'all mm. remember you used to go outside when you was little and play for eight hours and just feel tired and restless when you get in, but take a nap, get you a jug of water and a piece of sandwich and go back outside and start all over again the next day. That's what we about to start doing on y'all. We about to get started. It's about to be eight hour dragons out here. We not letting the police continue to, to play games with us and, 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 and play coy and say, well, we can escort you outside to your car. No. Come get Karen Jr. Come get Abigail. Tell her goofy ass to get back into her Subaru and take <laughs> and stop playing games with me. It is not funny. It is not cute. And you're going to play around and mess with the wrong one. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up in Dollar General somewhere with the wrong type of person. And they're going to lay hands on you like a Baptist preacher. And you're going to feel like, well, I guess I shouldn't have left my house today. So again, shout out to that young lady who was able to tap the, the presence of mind and the wherewithal to film the situation. F top flight security for being out here trying to act like it was the white lady who was having a quote unquote issue as far as needing protection is concerned. We need protection from the Karens. We need protection from the uh, the Karen derangement syndrome because you think because you're going to fall out and have a tantrum like you and Toys R Us and they don't have a Barbie doll that you wanted that you're going to get what you need out here. But no, what you need is a timeout. What you need is an ass whooping. Mm. What you need is fist to face. Mm. So keep playing with us. Keep playing. Yeah, I had an experience like that. But Miles is very short. Because she realized, oh, she going to beat my ass. I sure am. And she Absolutely. got the fuck on. I'm not, I, ma'am. I had a situation in the Publix, in the pharmacy line. Oh, Miles was at get, Publix. Girl. Listen, just trying to get a piece of medication so I can stay sane out here and, and, and keep from having to swing on people. And another one with Karen Derangement Syndrome was going off on the associate and as a person who has worked in customer service for the majority of my life, I do not appreciate and I do not tolerate people disrespecting service workers. Um, and this young, this, this young old white woman was like, um, I always get my prescriptions here and I don't understand what the issue is and you need to figure out what's going on. 
I said, ma'am, why are you raising your voice to this young lady? She just told you that she does not have your information in the system. If you give her the info that she asked for, then maybe she can find what you need. This is not your business. Bitch, you made it my business when you raised your fucking voice. So if you want a problem, it can be a problem because she can't talk to you crazy, but I can. So give us a reason. And she's like, "Ah, ah, ah." that typical, you know, teenage emotions. Like, I don't have anything to say because I know I'm wrong. Like, y'all gonna keep playing out here. You're gonna get cussed out every which way. Even my mentor was in the store at Fresh Market where they think black people don't shop, but we got money too. We like the the roasted chicken salad as well. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Talking about I don't want to touch the keypad here because, you know, COVID, you ain't got no mask on. Y'all, why my mentor yelled out, COVID is airborne. And the lady <laughs> looked at her like she was crazy. I'm like, you talking about touching the keypad? You ain't got no mask on, but you got enough uh, hairspray in your hair to kill all of us. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Publix, they something ground, baby, because mine was at Publix, too. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Publix got issues. One of them people up there in the executive board was donating too much money to Trump. So you know what time it is. And not only that, Ooh. you know, it's a certain kind of caucasity that comes out of the state of Florida. Um, and that's who owns and created <laughs> Publix. So, you know. <laughs> it is. I ain't gonna hold you. But you know what? Honestly, growing up, I didn't deal with that. Well, maybe because I was on the other side of the world. And they stay the fuck out our way where I'm from. Tell you that. They don't yeah. they, they don't they, they don't come over there done by area Martin Luther King. They stay the fuck from over there. So maybe that's why we never really had no issues. They know better. But well speaking of Florida, because something that uh a couple cities in Florida and uh Atlanta and Georgia have in common is something that we may or may not be proud of. <laughs> Ashley Madison, does that name ring a bell? Ooh, Kirby. Atlanta ranked number four city for infidelity in the U.S. according to Ashley Madison. An article <laughs> by Fox 5 Atlanta. It turns out that there are relatively a lot of cheaters in Atlanta. The dating website <laughs> Ashley Madison ranked the least faithful cities in the U.S. and reported Atlanta was ranked number four. Atlanta fell in line behind Miami, Orlando, and Las Vegas, respectively. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, y'all got two. Y'all got it's two. Oh, it's some whole shit going on. An April 2021 study explored the range of extra dietic behaviors. This is why I need to go to a spell and be myself. <laughs> those occurring outside of a, those occurring outside of a committed relationship by investigating a particular demographics of app users participated in a wide range of EBs, whether uh, or I guess extramarital affairs, whether age, gender, and sexual identity predicted participation, and the extent to which outcomes were impacted by partner consent. Results of the study indicated women and older users reported uh, extra dietic <laughs> behavior more frequently. The study showed 16.9%. I should have looked that word up before I started reading this article. Of the sample users were on Ashley Madison with their partner's consent. And those with consenting partners reported greater perceived improvement in their primary relationship than those with non-consenting partners. Um So Atlanta people, Atlanta people, y'all out here all and stuff. And ain't nothing wrong with being a hoe. But if it was only 16.9% that was getting permission from their partners, the other 80-something percent of y'all, what you doing, baby? Is the dick not good? Is the pussy not wet enough? What's going on? Did somebody not pay the rent on time and you decided I'm going to get some get back? What's happening? Let, Let me tell you something. About it. Cheating? I, okay, so I got a, a text this morning to go view a little um, video from TikTok. And this woman was talking about how cheating like basically 
sis, you made him cheat on you. Or, or bro, you made her cheat on you. Let me tell you something. Cheating is very much a personal choice. Because if someone is not making you happy, you know what you can do? You know what you can do? You can get the fuck on. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't, I'm like, Literally. I don't understand why people feel like it's okay. I cheated because my spouse did such and such. Well, get the fuck on then. You cheated because you wanted to. Exactly. Uh. Like, I don't understand. Like, people blow me when they say that. Well, you know, she could have been better with this. He could have been better with that. Well, then go find somebody better. She wasn't washing my drawers. She wasn't making my lunch mm-hmm. every day. He wasn't paying my rent. He don't mm-hmm. make me happy. He don't love me. Right. He neglect me. So I'm going to go get me a piece of Tasty Balls uh, <laughs> for dinner. Like, come on, y'all. Seriously. And Tina, how you feel? Um, Cheaters never prosper. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I never, okay. Let me stop because I sound like I'm, I'm, I'm like a stuttering fool that's gonna got caught cheating. Um, <laughs> I have never cheated, right? And I know people be like, "Yeah, right." But even in like my little childlike relationships, I never cheated. Like I would break up with somebody in a minute. Exactly, but you really would. I, I mean, I would. Like I would break up with somebody and be like, "Yeah, it's not working" because I want to see other people. Right. But, like, I never cheated on anyone, right? Because I just feel like that's not cool. That takes away the choice. What's interesting is that some of these people on Ashley Madison, like they said, like their cup, the couples actually know that they're doing this whole cheating thing, um, and some don't. So I think that taking someone's choice away, it sucks, um, and it's not right. Um, if y'all as a couple decide to do that, I mean that's between y'all. But it, to me, it's just stupid. Um, but I guess the place that this takes me is as a single person um, in Atlanta. Um, this this just makes me feel like that much more uh, discouraged. <laughs> Come on, dating is ghetto. Um, and I still say dating is ghetto. You know, the, the dating pool, y'all call it a dating pool. I call it a cesspool. <laughs> um, it's disgusting in there and I don't like dipping my toe in that water too much because <laughs> look at what we have to deal with mm. um, I think that you know shout out to Chelsea um, Chelsea, Chelsea Von D um, Spicy Discussions um, she just had one today um, and I think part of what discussion we had was about people stating their intentions and I think if you're just honest about your intentions if you don't intend to be monogamous, just say that. Tonight I'm gonna cheat on you. Like stop lying, folks. Yeah, just just look. I ain't I ain't planning on being with one man or one woman or whatever it is. And this is what I plan on doing. And if somebody is cool with that, let them be cool with that. But let them make that decision. Ashley Madison knows what's up, and that's why that's the one thing I do like about hearing from them. Because even though y'all. Can't stand y'all hoes, but y'all hoes got the tea because y'all know what's going on out here. Um, all I can say is try to keep your communication open, but keep your eyes open even wider because these niggas will tell you anything. And don't and cheat the, with raw meat. Bitches will too. Don't cheat but, with raw meat. Don't be giving people diseases out here. That's real disrespectful. You might be able yeah. to, I might be able to get over you having a physical interaction with somebody else, but if I find out that you done caught something from them, Let's talk about how you're moving all your things out and back to whomever's house that you came from. Yep, because you're going to be homeless. 
This okay. shit happens. Somebody very, very close to me, very, very close to me recently found out that their partner was on a dating website. Ooh. Talking I'm to some very interesting eyes. people. So, you know, just keep your eyes and ears open, y'all. Pay attention and protect yourself, okay? Because above all else, your health could be at risk with people cheating. So just really make sure that you always put your health in your life first. That's all I got to say. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm. But no, honestly, like I tell everyone, dating is like shopping on a clearance rack and all of the good stuff is gone. First of all, it's the clearance rack, so you already know the shit is out of date. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't even making it no more. You know what I'm saying? The shit is out of season. Nobody wants it. That's why it's on the clearance rack. Then... You just be like, at this point, it's so many single married people out here. It, oh, oh, oh! I know, cause I work with a lot of them. But uh, <laughs> I be like, no, 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 no. But you know, that was that's what blows me is because when a married person approach you and you be like, oh no, you're married, they have the audacity to get mad at you. Like, would you think you better than me? Um, no, I'm a little bit more morals, but. At the end of the day, I just, I'm not dating a married man. Like, I just don't think that's okay, you know. Even if you do have an open marriage. Even if you feel like, because one guy specifically told me what I'm going to bring drama to your front, though. Boy, go in traffic. Please. Right now. (laughs) And, you know, and it'd be crazy because sometimes their wives work there too and could be like wait a minute then you gotta see them all interacting mm-hmm. and stuff and you be like baby Ooh, I'm, I'm so sorry so you think I, I can't even and then you laughing in all of the women face that he's trying to talk to hell some women that he probably fucked you know that shit is crazy to me I but just like I said huh I bet his tongue is white. Girl, I, you know, I don't even know because I, I don't even entertain him long enough um, to know what's going on because if you're married and you're trying to talk with me with the intentions of dating me or having sex with me or some type of relationship, I, I don't have any patience for you, sir. Um, and I'm going to treat you as such like you disgust me <laughs> and I'm going to let you know that you disgust me and that you should just go play in traffic somewhere or you know just get no, out of my day y'all real nasty out here you don't oh, they real your toe- y'all don't clean between your toes or behind your ears or in your belly but y'all disgusting yep they're gross they're oh my gross. God. but people if you're unhappy with your spouse talk to them you know what I'm saying see if you can fix it and if it's not worth fixing or it can't be fixed just leave you know and don't stay for the kids. Please, the kids not please gonna, they're not going to benefit from y'all being terrible oh, to each other at all. Tara and Peter, don't do it for the kids. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> Jesus, speaking of the kids, Lord, the kids love the holidays. But it may be some kids not at the holidays at Gail King's house. Coco, Gail so said not- some very interesting things recently. Tell us about that. So not my auntie, Gail King. <laughs> Said that if you ain't vaccinated, you would not be at her house for Thanksgiving. Well, and and she said y'all ain't taking it serious. Y'all not about to get her sick. They got this new strain out there, the Delta um, virus, which is you know worse than the actual COVID, the original COVID. So you know, what do you all think about that? I'm not vaccinated, you know, and I have no problem with telling people that I'm not vaccinated. And, you know, if 
I had an aunt or uncle or whomever, and they told me, well, you know, Shandy, you're not vaccinated. You can't come over to my house for Thanksgiving. I'm cool with that. But mm-hmm. how would you all feel? I'm perfectly fine with that. I, too, am taking my time. I'm actually waiting on Novavax to get approved in the U.S. Because I personally, I have made a personal choice that I do not. First of all, I've already had COVID, and then I had it in a foreign country. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, another story. <laughs> listen, listen, Linda. That's a whole other conversation, okay? And mm-hmm. in the remote part of the country, at that, no, one no mate, one no Piedmont, one no Northside to help me through my situation. Oh, Steve. If um, if if family members was like, no, you can't come over here. First of all, let me see. <laughs> Oh, Lord, if any of my family members listen to this, they're going to be like, for real. Um, <laughs> truthfully, I didn't want to come to your house no way. Yeah. <laughs> Shots um, fired! Shots fired! I, mean, I, I didn't come before the pandemic. I'm not coming during it. Um, that is true. <laughs> okay, little buttons to push <laughs> with the sound effect. <laughs> right. <laughs> they was like, yeah, you definitely for sure are banned from my home until you get vaccinated. I'm just like, well, thank you. All the more reason for me not to get vaccinated because I was not trying to be in your presence <laughs> in the first place. And it's not that I don't love you, but see, through my therapy, because I use my EAP, pro- EAP program through my company uh, that I work for, um, and through my therapy, mm-hmm. I have started doing this thing called setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. And we already had been mm-hmm. before. Uh, Kovadisha came in and swooped in and decided that she was going to make it rain and, and give it all the pain. Um, so with that whole boundary setting, COVID has actually enhanced my life in some very interesting ways because mm. I have been placed in a situation where I don't have to interact with certain people uh, for any reason, be it Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, July no 4th, Juneteenth, Labor Day, Memorial Day, birthdays. I get to send a sweet little text and go mind my business as I was already doing in the first place. So no, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with somebody. And also I get it. But also like the way biology works, if you're vaccinated, you can still get the virus and pass on to other people. So, mm-hmm. you know, have at it, auntie. Well, yeah, I'm kind of on that train. Um, probably didn't want to be around all y'all anyway, but and it ain't because of COVID. Um, and I am vaxxed. I'll say that I am vaxxed, but I still don't want to be all around y'all anyway. But here's my thing people are making this big thing about if where you can go depending on if you're vaxxed or non vaxxed, right? Right. I have yet to see people checking credentials. Right. Okay. So that is my main thing. Like people can tell you anything, right? Um folks in the club with no ID. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you are you vaxxed? Yeah, all right, come on in. Like, but how do you know? You know, and and that that's the part that I'm confused on. Like it's less than fifty percent of the country is vaccinated, so I mean, is she checking cards at the door? Is, is, is it like a RSVP yeah. thing and you got to like send documentation and like doctors like what what are we doing here to check this um I, I don't know and I mean on top of that is it really the most responsible thing to be having a big gathering at this time anyway um I know everybody is all about the vaccinations and all this stuff right Vax that thing up. but you're right <laughs> what up juvie but um, do we really know? We, we still don't know the long-term effects of these things and how well they work and everything. And I'm just not trying to be the guinea pig. 
for any most stuff at this point. So I mean, Pfizer talking about giving a booster, uh, putting a booster shot on the uh, on the mic. So right. Um, um, at this point, I can just cook at home, or if y'all cook, uh, slide me a to go plate, and I'll be out your way. I'm I'm just not trying to risk it. I don't know. Um, not my auntie Gail just looked like like the family member house that I wouldn't want to go to. Um, yeah. Like she have raisins in her potato salad almost. Don't do Auntie Gail like that. Yes. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just offended by anybody telling me I can't come to their house. I mean, but you have to respect that though. Like, even yeah. if you know COVID wasn't a thing, if I tell you you can't come to my house, you cannot come to my house. Even if it wasn't COVID, I mean, I, I don't care. Like, if you, it's your house. Yeah, you make you the room. control who come in and out of there. Shit, last year my mom and daddy wouldn't let me come to their house. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think nobody really want to go to not my auntie Gail house anyway. I, I'm just saying, like, you have to tell tell everybody on Robert, national TV, you like, you know, if you don't get vaccinated, you won't be coming. My family won't be coming to my house, baby. They don't want to come. I mean, I do want to go see Gail house because I bet it's real nice. Whatever. Um, you know, know, I don't really deal with my, not my auntie Gail, but you know, I mean, her family members probably already seen her house, though. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they seen the house. Probably like, all right, cool. I ain't want to go over there anyway. As long as Auntie Gail House don't smell like mothballs, I would like to visit. I think it would be nice. Mm. I mean, I'm I just cool. want to see like the 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 structure, the decor, the, you know, everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's nice. But, but you know, um, like, I mean, no. that, I don't think it's a threat. Like telling me, well, you can't come to my house for whatever. That's not a threat. And yeah, I don't I'm think like that, I don't think that that's gonna make people who chose not to get vaccinated change their mind. Like. The mind changing moment is going to be what? Like, I can't go to jail house. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's not going to be like, you know what? I need to rethink this vaccination thing. That, it, that ain't it. I think people have the right to make their own choices. And you have the right to say, okay, if you choose to vax or not to vax, this is how my boundary is going to work with you. Right. Because majority of my friends are um, vaccinated. I'm not, you know, but I did get COVID, but I got COVID like, a while, like way before the vaccination even came out. Um, and I did make a personal choice that if I do get COVID again, then I maybe will, you know, get the vaccination. But I feel like my body made the antibodies to fight it off. So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm still up in the air. I don't have a problem with the people who don't have it. I don't have a problem with the people who, you know, who did got the vaccination. I just have a problem when people want to be policing other people and tell them what they should and should not put in their body. You know, because yeah. people don't know how to mind their damn business. Like, <laughs> legit. They definitely need to mind their business. Also, if I'm not mistaken, this Lambda variant is out of, out here. And let me say this. We are not encouraging people not to be healthy and right. try to take care of their people, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. it is a personal choice. Now, of course, if at some point the U.S. of the A says... Babies can't go to school unless they're vaccinated, vaccinated, similar things like, what is it, uh, polio and tuberculosis and measles, mumps, rubella, etc. Then maybe we might be having a different kind of conversation. But what I also find interesting is nothing really ever really truly sat down except for the major cities in the U.S. Everybody's been running around with their panties off the entire COVID, Mm -hmm. the entire pandemic. So to be banning people from your house, like, I mean, I get it, you know, it's your personal property for now, because in the U.S., you don't really own property. You pay property tax for the rest of your life. Check those T's. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I just, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's another way to be divisive and another way to say, ha, 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 I'm this way and you're not kind of sometimes. Like, people use it, they weaponize um, COVID in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's cool. You know, we're going to continue. Us unvaccinated and uh, not so waxed, only trimmed people. Uh, we're going to have our backyard barbecues by ourselves and mind our business um, and keep it cute. Because you know what? We like to be by ourselves. We really don't I really do have the <laughs> capacity to deal with certain people, especially during the holidays. I don't know. Like most of y'all like, too hype. Exactly. Most of y'all too hype anyway. And your macaroni and cheese ain't that good. Exactly. So. And you know, I feel like Auntie Gail wouldn't <clears throat> not my Auntie Gail wouldn't have good macaroni and cheese anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's just my personal opinion. She yeah. like she she probably used ABC noodles to make her macaroni and cheese. Which yeah, cheese. like I just wouldn't even. Oh, I just wouldn't even want to go. Like, okay, Mama be like, well, you know, we can't go to um Auntie Get House for real. Is that a threat? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, nope, I'm definitely not getting vaccinated. Y'all anyway. are crazy. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, and you know, ABC noodles they get real soft in the chicken soup. So why are y'all like this? <laughs> I'm good. Why are y'all like this? You could at least use ziti or rigatoni. Oh my god! Or some rotini or something. Right. Don't put eggs in it. She don't even bake her. She then she got the nerve to put some goddamn breadcrumbs on top of it. I don't want. You know what? I'm not gonna hate on her for the breadcrumbs, but I you put breadcrumbs in your macaroni? Me personally, absolutely not. I have a cheese crust oh. and a bechamel sauce that I make sure that it's extra creamy in the inside, <laughs> so Mama don't play that. Oh, um, okay. But you know, I don't I don't too much hate as long as your macaroni and cheese don't look like Keisha's from a couple years ago. We all right. Well, y'all gave Keisha the blues. She gave herself the blues. You knew you shouldn't have posted that regular shit on the internet. Look, y'all just, just stop posting y'all food online because it don't look good. Well, I would just yeah. say it's a lot of food that tastes good that don't photograph or video well. So y'all just stop doing that to yourself. Okay. If the noodles are not covered. In the cheese and the sauce, you know better. Okay? If your family happy with y'all food, just let them eat it, okay? If it's not covered like we all covered in the blood of Jesus, it's quit not right. Us. Quit doing it to yourself. Yeah, my man said something about they put, what it was, cottage cheese? Or some other cheese that I ain't never heard going Ricotta and cottage cheese, cheese can make a, a, a tasty macaroni cheese, but you gotta know what you're doing. Everybody okay, because you know, tell, let me know, school me, because I'm like, boy, well, you ain't gotta worry about me eating macaroni Y'all, cheese at your family house. macaroni and cheese tangent. So, you can use all kinds of cheese in your macaroni and cheese. It's about your process. If you don't know how to use, because I know people that use cream cheese, ricotta, mm-hmm. cottage cheese, mm-hmm. I didn't know about no cottage um, cheese, though. People that use mild only, people that use extra sharp and mild, people that use mozzarella, Italian, food, yeah. people that be out here doing the bacon cheddar mac, all of that. It is about mm-hmm. the process. If you do not have a sauce that you turn your noodles over in, and then additional cheese that you add, after the sauce has been made, and on top of that, a layer of cheese on top to create a crust, and you do not bake it, please stay off my front porch. And it be well seasoned. Exactly. Yeah, because some people feel like they don't have to season it. Like, the cheese is going to be the season, baby. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just a little pinch of garlic and onion powder, and it'll change the life and the level 
of your macaroni and cheese. It will elevate the flavor for those of you all that don't know how to properly mix the correct proportions of <laughs> egg to milk to cheese. Because some people don't know how to do that. I'm dead serious. And they put too much egg and too much milk and you can't taste the cheese. And it's just, it looked beautiful, but it tastes trash. So add a little, little sea salt, a little garlic powder, a little onion powder, just a little bit, not heavy. We're not telling you to make a whole Italian dish. This is still Southern style mac. Just add a little bit to that bechamel, a.k.a. that cheese sauce, before you fold it in, and it will work wonders for you. But if you don't have a crust, I'm not eating your macaroni and cheese anyway. If you don't understand what the crust is, that's the mild and the extra cheddar layer on top, and it typically be about a centimeter thick before you put it in the oven. And if you don't put it in there long enough, specifically 375 to 400 for at least 40 minutes, don't come to my porch. She just took you out of church and basically just just gave y'all the 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 roadmap for some good ass mac and cheese. So whatever from here on out, we don't need that. Don't matter what cheese you use, whatever. Even if you a white cheddar mac type of person, which I am not, and you over here using gouda and mozzarella (laughs) and parmigiano reggiano, if that's your lifestyle, but if there's no crust, you have to stay off my porch. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start giving him hell because you know I didn't. I, we don't put cottage cheese in macaroni and cheese. It's my family. Nobody. So, you know, when he told me that, I was like, oh, so your mom in the kitchen just doing whatever she want to do. Define yeah, the, the end of the day, <laughs> the test, the taste test is going to tell it all. Well, but <laughs> I'm not tasting your mac and cheese if you put raisins in that shit, white people. <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody put raisins in their mac and cheese for real? Well, white people put raisins you know in everything. Raisins are nasty. I hate them. That I saw and tasted, and I'm gonna call y'all out. Hattie Beans over there in East Atlanta. If y'all put one more container of pimento peppers in that macaroni and cheese, I swear for Lord, I will strike down upon thee. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. That does not make macaroni and cheese taste better. Now I get it when y'all had these little macaroni and cheese restaurants and you want to do your bacon cheddar and you want to do your buffalo style macaroni and cheese with the chicken with the buffalo chicken in it and stuff. Okay, fine. Be free. Go and you know, walk naked in the trees. But if y'all put a pimento, another pimento inside of some macaroni and cheese, we are gonna have a backyard brawl and I promise you I'm gonna win. <laughs> well, speaking of winning, I don't know if he's gonna win or not, but let's talk about Bill Cosby. Ooh, child. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Ball his y'all know Cosby is out, okay? He's out. Got out on the technicality. Coming out oh. as a pedophile. I'm just playing. <laughs> it is what it is. He's out, okay? So according to thecut.com, all right, and they're going according to TMZ. They said the comedian has a five-part docuseries and a book in the works. On top of that, he apparently wants to start doing stand-up comedy again. All right, Andrew Wyatt, who is his publicist, told TMZ that he's contacted multiple comedy clubs who are, quote, open to the idea of Cosby performing. All right, the recently released sex offender is also looking into doing (laughs) motivational talks in prisons and schools across the country. All right, per TMZ, these appearances would um, focus on being better citizen and curbing violence, which besides being a little bit ironic... um, (laughs) being that he's admitted under oath to giving quaaludes to women he wanted to have sex with, also sounds reminiscent of his notorious pound cake speech, if y'all familiar with that, which was widely criticized for its racist implications. All right. According to Mr. Wyatt, he says, the world wants to see Mr. Cosby. Um, The cut says, no, the fuck, we do not. (laughs) Um, uh, There was uh, apparently uh, one comedy club in New York that 
also said no the fuck we do not <laughs> um iconic comedy club called the comedy cellar um said that they have no interest in hosting hosting uh, cosby at their club um yeah in 2018 though they they um hosted louis ck um which was his first performance after his allegations of sexual misconduct mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so He's a white I, comedian that was pulling his dick out. Oh, of you said he was white. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, makes sense now. I'm sorry. Yeah, they go on to say Cosby's rapid comeback plan follows a pattern set by plenty of famous men before him who have not been held accountable for sexual assault and sexual misconduct. Nowhere in Cosby's future plans does he appear to have any hint of remorse. He's shown time and time again that he has no intention of taking accountability. They does not believe he did anything wrong despite 60 women with eerily similar accounts accusing him of varying degrees of assault, including being drugged and raped. Um, also, they said, where do wealthy and famous men who have been accused of assault and sexual misconduct go? Wherever they want. They go back to work. They go back to the stage. They go to the Oscars and the Grammys, international award shows, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. They go on to serve the Supreme Court and sit in the White House. They go to their multi-million dollar homes to begin working on essays, books, and new movies. They get released to the cheers of other public figures. They get to call jail time a vacation and further profit off their misdeeds. They get to go back to normal. Where survivors of assault are rarely given such grace, they are silenced and ignored despite being the ones who need a safe haven. They serve a place where they aren't failed. They deserve a place where they aren't failed time and time again by broken systems. Where do they go now? So, ladies, my question for you. Are you here for Cosby making a comeback? Would you watch, honestly, would you watch the docuseries? Nope. Would you look at the comedy show or would you want to read the book? That's let's, not my kind of pudding pop. Um, let's, um, um, fuck no. Anyway. <laughs> First of all, I don't think he's funny. Allegations, no allegations. If this never even happened, he's not funny. So I wouldn't be interested. And you know, he's not, he's made it very clear that he don't fuck with black people. So, you know, I don't fuck with him. But wasn't he going blind? Wasn't he crying in jail talking about he can't see and and they should show some leniency towards him because he can't see old, that he ain't shit. And he blind. But now all of a sudden, baby, you was out and you could see again. You want to go to college campuses and do tours and all of that. Mm, Bill, Mr. Illy Bill. Oh, Lord. Sit your ass down somewhere. Just like, I don't take the little technicality of you getting out because, you know, the United States, <laughs> I guess that person wasn't paying attention in law school. <laughs> um, and just goes it out somewhere. Like, now you've been, like, I feel like now you're taunting. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you just need to have a seat. And I get it. You you feel like, well, hell, my white counterparts before me and after me, you know, they didn't go through what I went through. But we still go talk shit about their ass too, and we still go, you know, Harvey like fuck them too. We don't. We, it's not. It's not. We're not going to treat you different because you're black. And even though they did drag the fuck out of you, they should have dragged the fuck out of you. But they do need to drag the fuck out of the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? But 
No, Bill, I won't be won't get no dime from me. I do like the Cosby Show, y'all. I ain't even gonna hold you. But besides that, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with you, Bill. Mm-hmm. Kirby, you mm-hmm. watching? You Let me tell you something. I got rid of my cable in 2012, so it don't matter who you was. I probably wasn't gonna watch it. People have to, <laughs> people have to text me suggestions two and three times on Netflix and Hulu and Paramount Plus and Disney Plus. I just don't watch television. I am a little bit of a nerd. I tend to spiral out on YouTube on subject matters that I enjoy, i.e., hummingbirds and cooking. So I, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing anything. To support a man who, fine, you got up on a technicality, and I will say that I am proud that justice was served as far as y'all not doing what the fuck y'all was supposed to do. Um, but I can walk and chew gum at the same time. Like, literally, people knew what he was doing. Literally, you can go on YouTube right now and see him admit, as we mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, last week, admit that he was giving women Spanish fly and quaaludes and how it was a hello kind of moment after he gave it to him who again let me bring this back to the forefront it is disgusting to me i don't care about you know you you in the bdsm or whatever your kinks are i'm not kink shaming wanting to have sex with somebody who is catatonic is strange it is sick it is deranged Again, Cosby derangement syndrome, CDS. Y'all need to add that to the DSM <laughs> for diagnosis. So, but right. with all of that, I'm gonna be honest, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. That kind of makes me want to see the docu series. I'm sorry, I don't have the energy. I don't have the stomach for it. I feel like it would make me. I, ca- I kind of want to. I just want to see what he says. Like, I don't want to give him any of my money. Like, I don't want to. Just bootleg. But, you want to see it bootleg. Like, I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, I think some people may, no, I'm going to say a lot of people because people are so curious. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people would maybe watch it because they're curious. Like, For they sure. just want to see what is going to be in this docuseries. What is he going to admit to? What is he going to say? Like, how is he going to try to justify this stuff if he does try to justify it? Like, I think it'll be like that. What are you putting in this book? You know, I'm going it- to say that if I, I did do it, why did they come like back? Like an OJ, if I did it. You know, they knew what was going on. They knew. They knew. But my thing is, this is my Even take if they on knew it. that shit still wasn't right. Exactly. Right? That My take on it is the fact that majority of them said that they did willingly go upstairs a hotel whatever wherever the fuck they was at whatever setting they was at because he had the the power to make them famous or make them someone they wanted to make it mm-hmm. in Hollywood so off rip to me I would think you wouldn't even have to drug them for them to sleep with you because they they was already willing to sleep with you which further makes it sick because that's exactly so I into. feel like you drug them or you well whatever put the Spanish fly whatever in there just to show them that you got power over them because technically a lot of people in his position entertainers already know that women is downstairs waiting for them for one some, for some one of your favorite rappers only. and R&B artists is doing that shit to this day exactly so the fact that you're willing to drug someone who's already made it very clear that she was going to sleep with you regardless of the situation it, it is disturbing because but you know 
that's what people do. Like that's what you know rapists do. It's it's not about the actual sexual, you know, penetration. It's about the power that they are the controlling their so, victim. Yeah. So that's my thing. So, but yeah, he's gonna play that. He because he says it all the time. Well, you know, we was they knew what was going on. They see me. They seen me do it or blah blah blah. You know, but whatever, whatever. Bitch. I don't know. I'm I'm still on the fence. Like I, I like I said, I don't want to put any money in his pocket and I won't but if I have if there's a way that I can see it or um read um the stuff without uh contributing financially then I would I would watch it or I would read it to see what it says so I don't know because he got to get a uh a deal to do it anyway and it's looking like people ain't really gonna be fucking with um Mr. Cosby Oh no! They see what happened to um, Miss Rashad. They say, "Oh, oh, not us! <laughs> oh no!" Right? They was like, "Oh no! Oh no!" Mm. Oh, People no. are gonna distance themselves all the way from that, so Mm-mm. we ain't even gotta worry about it. But um, that is our meat and potatoes of the day, y'all. I think there was some really good commentary, if I do say so myself. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. But it's time for us to go ahead and get to the um, bottom portion of our show. It is time for our let go session. This is the part of the show where, you know, you go to the wing spot, you get your food, you're excited to eat it. You get home and your fries ain't even hot. You got to take it back. You got to return that thing. We call them let goes because they got you fucked up. The let, uh, yeah, the let go of the week is going to come from none other than Miss Kirby Ann. Kirby Ann, hit us with our first let go. Um, Immature people. Um, y'all... <clears throat> If you are 35 years and up, matter of fact, no, 30 years and up. Matter of fact, no, 28 and up. Mm. Um, and you still out here whining and complaining, away, and not taking <laughs> accountability for your life and your actions and the way in which you participate in circumstances that create certain situations for yourself, mm. expecting other people to take responsibility for you, laying your burdens down Ooh. in somebody else's lap. Um, mm. expecting them to fix it, trying to find your mama instead of trying to find yourself. Mm. Um, you're gonna have to um you're gonna have to get up out of here. You got an exit stage left. You are going to have to get Uber, um, Lyft, uh, Turo, something. You need to rent a vehicle from the airport and you need to exit quickly. Um and no all jokes aside, like immaturity is one of the biggest turnoffs um mm. that I can think of someone who's not responsible for themselves, somebody who blames everybody but themselves for their circumstances, oh, somebody who does not take take responsibility for their own lives, can't be accountable, can't take, can't take any type of critique. You think that you are perfect and that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you because your mama holds you at night and rubs your head and tell you as a 30-something-old woman or 30-something-year-old man that there's nothing wrong with you and everybody else is the problem. Oh. That is not cute. Y'all, um, we revere our elders for the wisdom that they carry with them. The way in which you build wisdom is by eventually maturing into adulthood. If you do not mature, you cannot gain wisdom. If you cannot mm-hmm. gain wisdom, you can't walk through this life mm-hmm. confidently. So I'm letting go of immature people. Well, oh. well. I'm right there with you, honey. I'm letting it go. Yes, All the way. me too. And I'm 29. Um, but you know, I started 
having responsibilities fairly early in my life, you know, paying rent, you know, at what? When I moved up here, I didn't live on campus. I lived in an apartment. You know, I worked and I paid bills because I didn't live on campus. So that part of my life, I was mature. But when it came to my reaction to things, I was immature. And at one point in my life, you know, I felt like I was perfect. And, you know, I every time somebody would critique me, I would get offended. But, you know, you have to learn yourself. You have to know mm. your strengths and your weaknesses. And that was definitely a weakness. And that was potentially stopping me from bettering myself. So I had to be real with myself. So the first thing with being mature is being real with yourself mm-hmm. and finding out what you need to fix. Listen to people when they're trying to tell you things. And I had to listen to people, you know, and it can really, really, really be, you know, my advocate for that. Cause I really, it, it didn't do feel mm-hmm. so good about yourself when you see that you, you have grown and that you have, you're reaching goals and you, are taking accountability because when you take accountability, you can fix the problem. Like, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have handled that that way. So mm-hmm. people in the process of being mature, learn yourself. That's the key. You got to learn yourself first. And it's going to be hard. And it's, it's, it's very hard. And it can be disappointing and it can be hurtful. But you need to learn yourself. And that's all I'm going to say about that topic. I hope everybody joins me. And picking up all those gems she just dropped. Mm-hmm. Because that was a lesson in and of itself. Mm. And I appreciate that. I just picked up. As you was dropping them, I was picking them up. Oh, okay. Hey, I do what I can. I do what I do. Ow. And I mean, like, and let me just say this. She is not speaking, like, outside of her neck or out her butt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Shandy is younger than we are. Right? Coco, sorry. Coco is younger than we are. It's and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when we met, um, one thing about it, me and Coco instantly clicked. Like I, I was feeling her, and it and it was like in a professional setting when we first met. And I just liked her whole style that I could tell she was really listening and learning um the job that we were on and taking it seriously, and she and her work showed that, right? Um, but as we got to know each other, even though we both don't do that whole be friends with everybody at work, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, she became my friend and my sis, you know, that was little sis. And so, um, the thing that I will say about her is that I did meet her during that, 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 that period where she was, um, she was not an immature person, but she was still, we're always maturing, you know, we're mm-hmm. always growing and in different stages of our life. And in this particular stage, she was maturing in a certain way. And the thing that I always respected about Coco is that we could always sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I want you to take from her as well. Don't be the type of person can't nobody talk to. Mm. Okay. Because it was never a problem when we would sit down and be like, you know, let me talk to you. And she might not like what I got to say. <laughs> and she'll say that. I don't want to hear that. I don't like that, you know, but I'm listening. And then, but it'll never, like the next day or a day or two later, she'll come back just like a little sis. 
I thought about what you were saying. And you know what? You right. And I'm going to do this and that. And, and let me tell you the other thing. When you that person who really is trying to grow and mature in your life, people will see it in your work and in your actions. Mm-hmm. Because what I would see was she wasn't just saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going I'm to I'm do that. She was doing it. And then not only did she do it, here's the here's the indicator that somebody really got the, the hold in the grasp for something, they pass it on. Because next thing I know, I would hear her giving somebody that same speech that, that, that we had, that same talk we had, she'd be passing that on to somebody else and helping them understand the thing. So, you know, in, in, in addition to everything she said, I would just add to that something else that she did was be the type of person that people can talk to. Yeah. Okay. Don't be that person that every time somebody kind of talk to you, you mad like Kirby, you know, something you said back in the day, y'all Kirby and me went to college. See, we all connected in different ways. Um, And you see how we all ended up coming together, but me and Kirby went to college together. And I remember it was a day she was over at my apartment. Yes. 525. <laughs> and um we was all it was a group of us in there or whatever. My 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 spot was always like a hangout spot back then. And um it was somebody in there going on and on about how they want everybody to keep it real and why do why do folks be lying to them and all <coughs> excuse me, all of this to that. And then I guess it got to the point we were all looking at each other like, is she for real? Because this is a particular person you can't talk to. I guess Kirby had enough, and Kirby just went off. She was like, look, I'm tired of hearing this shit, okay? Now, you come in here every goddamn week <laughs> fussing, cussing, crying about how you want people to keep it real, keep it 100, keep it a buck, a buck 50 with me. Tell me the truth. Ain't that what you do? Yeah, but then every time somebody come keep it real with your ass, you're crying, you're falling out on the floor, and you're upset. <laughs> Why the fuck you think you get lied to all the time? I remember when you told me that. I, we were sitting in the car yes. at work and you said that. And I was like, you know what? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. You got to be the person that's going to be, folks can talk to that's going to receive the message. Everybody ain't trying to be dealing with all that bullshit every time they come trying to talk to your ass. They I, just going to quit talking. I hate whining ass adults, even in my youth. I mm. hated whining ass adults. <laughs> that makes my skin crawl. Yeah. It's <laughs> immature. No, I don't want to hear that. I barely want to hear it from children. But in particular, folks that got mortgages and rent payments and, <laughs> and, and, and you rolling around with a Jeep Cherokee and, 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 and a Bentley and talking about your Jaguar. But you <laughs> every time somebody tell you something about yourself, if somebody tell you the same thing over and over again, you might want to examine it, my love. Right. And with that, Kirby, I'm calling on you because I know you got something extra special to help with that to go in the to-go box. The to-go box, y'all, what were you when you leave the cookout or you got your food and you, you didn't eat it all, what you got to do? Get you some aluminum foil or a, a, a little plate, a little to-go plate, pack it up, put it in the fridge, eat on it all week, okay? Kirby, what's in the to-go box? There's a song by Stevie Wonder called These Three Words. These three words. Come on, vocals. So simple. Do your work. Repeat, please. Do your 
work. Break it down for the people. I'm not just talking about turning in your assignments in Mm -hmm. school. I'm not just talking about making sure that your work is done at your job so you can get down to the bar where fucking don't even say the Honda Carls be. (laughs) I'm talking about doing your emotional, psychological work. When you find yourself under pressure in this life and there are things going on in your life There's always going to be hurdles, trials, tribulations, however you want to name them, Mm -hmm. however you want to claim them. There's always going to be a problem to solve. But if you don't do your work, you can't solve your own problems. Mm. When, uh, as I mentioned previously, when you go lay your burdens down on somebody else's porch, in somebody else's lap, in somebody else's vehicle, they can't solve your problems for you. Mm. It's your emotional issues or psychological issues. We are living in a world that has been evil. So it is no surprise to me that we are having issues with things like drug addiction and depression and personality disorders and anxiety. We all struggle. Mm-hmm. But what we all don't have to do is take on your struggle. Mm. Your struggle belongs to you. You have dominion over your body and your spirit and your mind. And because that is your stuff, you need to carry it. You need to resolve it. You hmm. need to seek out the resources in order to resolve your own issues. Whether it is spiritual resolve, whether it is reaching out to a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you don't need to be putting your work in other people's laps. Not your friends, not your family members, not your mama, your sister, your cousin, your baby daddy, baby mama, none of them. That is yours. It belongs to you. You are the owner. The title belongs to you. The insurance for it belongs to you. The heating and air and the internet that's at that address, it belongs to you. Do your work. Because what happens is when you don't do your work and you're making everybody else's responsibility, the issue never gets resolved and you keep running around in cycles like you on a rat wheel, like you a gerbil inside of a cage and you keep circling and circling and revolving, revolving with the same problems. And then you turn around and bleed on people that didn't even cut you. So do your work. Do it. And that's all. And it ain't going to be easy. See, the problem with people doing the work is that they want a quick fix that's why they put everybody know that greatness takes time healing takes time growth takes time stop looking for something to be resolved in a day or two baby that's not how life works not at all so just do the work take the time out because you know how to go and do things that you really want to do you know how to go get ready to go to the club you know how to go get ready to go on vacation you know how to to go get ready to do shit that is irrelevant that ain't serving you no purpose but when it comes to your well-being your mental well-being you use your mind to do everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) you wouldn't be able to function without your mind so if you don't have a healthy mind baby you're not functioning healthy okay so i need for you all to do the work and take the time to do the work it may take years for some people because it just depends on how much you know the the load you're carrying you have to unpack each situation carefully so Mm -hmm. yeah do the work and take your time when doing the work and that's it folks that's all folks but even 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 even
I love it. Thank y'all for all those gems that y'all dropped. Like I said, I hope everybody picked them up with me because I certainly was. Kirby, <laughs> let them know what the book of the month is. Book of the month. Uh, Lord, y'all know I'm getting old. Now, we just finished reading The Coldest Winter Ever last month and we're reading the sequel. Uh, uh, Auntie Nick, remind me of the name of it, baby. <laughs> 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 See, this what happens when aunties get in the room and when the cabernet is swooning. Give me just a moment, y'all. I do. It's like, oh, I got you. I got you, honey. Don't worry. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> that's a real moment that you have. That's like when you walk in a room and forgot what you went in there for. Listen, mm-hmm. you know it's a neurological, like it's neurologically proven that when you cross through a threshold or walk through a door, you might forget what you was trying to do. That's mm-hmm. right. But don't worry, I got your back, homie. All right, big homie, we read a sister soldier. Like she said, last month we read Coldest Winter Ever in preparation for this month, reading the sequel, which is called Life After Death. Mm-hmm. Um, sister soldier let us know that she purposely waited, you know, a long time, um, nearly 20 years to drop the sequel because she wanted us to feel the time that Winter Santiago was locked up, which was like a 20-year being. So she wanted us to feel mm-hmm. that that with her and we've been waiting a long time so if you want to read it with us read life after death by sister soldier if y'all want to have any type of book discussions please let us know and you can hit us up on our instagram kirby ready at extra crispy <laughs> again spelled normally for those of you all who like to send abbreviations and everything that you do including your emails extra crispy extra wet you also can email us with your questions comments concerns and emotional outbursts hello at extra crispy extra wet.com and if you can't spell hello don't email us we period <laughs> and that's it ladies and gentlemen are all hearts and minds clear crystal yes, Anything that we missed that we need to go back to? Um, other than Bill Cosby's prescription, I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. well, I'm glad I missed that. I want to miss his prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, I want to thank you ladies for your time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Um, again, Extra Crispy, Extra Wet, hosted by your young aunties down here in the A, Atlanta, the big A, okay? So... Hey. Down here in the South, you know, we all about manners, and we don't even want to just say goodbye. So in true Atlanta form, we're just going to say, all right, then, shouty. <laughs>